What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, episode number 31. We are back again on the rooftop with Fat. What's up, dude? What's up, everybody? What's going on, What's up, man? Sensor? We have a couple different cars behind us right now. Yes. This is not the, the normal stuff you see on my channel. No. These are your daily drivers. These are the daily drivers. Let's start with the Mercedes. What do we have right here? The Mercedes is a C-Class. It's a 2016 Mercedes C300 Sport. And... Um, yeah, it's got, you know, some bolt-ons, suspension. Do you ever leave any cars alone or everything has to be modified? Never. So even like the Jeep, you put those wheels on it? There's more than just the wheels. <laughs> I did the rotiforms. If you notice, all my cars have looked the same, right? I just realized these are rotiforms. Yeah. I had no idea. I had to get them custom drilled. Wow. Custom drilled to fit. So even in the Jeep is lowered in the back. I had no idea. Yeah, they all have. <laughs> all the cars are white, red brakes, silver wheels. That makes sense. There's that was a so theme. The Mercedes has a couple mods, uh -huh. and you slam this thing. Yes. How is it driving? This is, is this a daily anymore, or is this it's, your slam daily? It's a daily. daily. It's a daily. Because I didn't do any arrows, so I could still get around. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I just wanted, like, a, a nice daily. Yeah. But, I mean, like, yeah, it's good to have. So, having multiple cars right now, and we spoke about this in the last podcast, so you have your two other Porsches. You just sold your R8. Mm -hmm. and you had an allocation for a new Corvette. Yeah. And you started with an FDR X7. Started with FD. <laughs> and then so I had the FD, and then what else did I have? I've had a lot of cars. I actually had an FC. I had two RX7s. I didn't know that. So, and then I actually used to have an older version of this. <laughs> I like the same things. I just like them newer when they come out. Well, know? if you already know that you like something, why would you change it? Yeah. It's like if you like something, enjoy it and keep going at it the same one. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you would... You want a new M3? I would love to have another M3. I have yeah. no problem with it. Yeah. I understand like, that completely. It's like the loyalty to even the, the, the model of the car, too. Are you loyal to, like, any certain brand, or is it just more of, like... Because what, what made you choose these two cars? Like, let's start with the Mercedes. When you first got your first Mercedes, what made you choose that brand? I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm a Mercedes guy. Yeah? Like, I could have got a BMW. And even though BMW is ultimate driving machine, <laughs> there's something about Mercedes that just draws me towards it. I feel like it fits me more. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. So it's more of like how you see your lifestyle. Yeah. Being like the chill, laid back, luxurious kind of life. Yeah. And then the Jeep, what made you choose that? Because that's way out of what I thought you would own. Oh, dude, there's something about having a big SUV. It's nice. <laughs> just to run stuff over. Like every car serves a purpose, right? So like this car, it's I only got the four cylinder one because it gets good gas. So I wanted something like nice. I got good gas mileage. And then the Jeep, I wanted something I could tow the track car or like I've towed jet skis with it and I could move like a whole set of wheels, bumpers. It's good to have an SUV. Because you just got a new set of the Federal RS Pros, right? Yes. Are you excited to try those out? Very excited. So we could talk about the dailies, but I think we got that out of the way. You just went crazy on buying car parts i know saturday night you and i were hanging out we had some food we were getting we for some reason we both had our laptop out and we just started working away working and i ended up getting some new deals and clients and you ended up buying a lot of car parts yeah i mean <laughs> we uh were drinking <laughs> drinking and shopping do not mix <laughs> so i was working and i was like well i'm working i'm gonna do a little shopping and then next thing you know i'm like should i buy this and you're like well, why not um, you're like, yeah, I know. You're like, I was an influence <laughs> on it. I was like, dude, just do it, man. Send it. <laughs> yeah. So then I was like, just buy this, buy this. Like you can't, I don't know if, if I'm upgrading the brakes, I made the mistake of doing it one part at a time. Mm -hmm. 
I just have to overhaul the whole system. So I got track pads, new rotors front and rear, uh, and then a new brake master cylinder. So I feel like if you're going to do like a, a package of mods, it makes sense if you're doing like brakes and tires and everything just to do that whole handful of things that's required. So yeah. you did the master cylinder, brake rotors, brake pads, and tires. Yes, and tires. So that's going to transform that whole car. Yeah, completely. And what car is that going on? That's going on the track car. Okay. So that's going to make a huge difference. Yeah, because it, it just didn't make sense. Because I already did the pads and I did like stainless steel lines and fluid. Mm -hmm. But it, I was still getting brake fade problems. So this so should like, solve that. I was like, I just got to overhaul everything and just do it over. Uh, that's how I feel like too. And then if you go into like doing an intake, you can do multiple things like the filter and yeah. then you do like the oil, oil filter. Yeah. Especially because you're already in there. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, like if, if I'm going to have my, my, my shop do my tires or my brakes are already taking the wheels off. I might as well just do it there. That it makes way, sense. Yeah. So then that way you don't have to go to a shop multiple times to get one thing done. It makes it easier. And then you know that in the back of your mind it's done. Yeah. That's a smart thing to do. Like when I did rod bearings, we did everything under there. Yeah. And then when we just did the center support bearing, we also did the center flex plate. And yeah. then all new everything down there to make sure that yeah. if, if the drive shut is off, let's just take care of everything. Yeah. You're already taking the car apart. You got to, you know, just replace what you can. I mean, obviously there's a budget involved. Yeah. But like... If it makes sense, you should just do it. And if, not like it, it's worth it to to just spend the money if you're already in there. And if you're like looking at doing one or two things and your shop is like, oh, it's going to be X amount of labor, then they have to take off all those parts. If there's something else that you think you should do or they recommend, if it's a good shop and you trust them, then do it. Yeah. I think that's the best route to go. Because then, like I said, the peace of mind, dude. Yeah. And you're just saving yourself so much money in the long run. How do you like that CAE shifter? Dude, you should drive it. I, I will soon. <laughs> Wait, your, your M3, your other M3 was manual, right? Well, I, ha I had the RTD shifter. There is something. <laughs> Wait, so is that one super tall too? I had the sport, the street one, so it was shorter. It was shorter? Yeah. There's something about the shifter being like, it's like, <laughs> so the reason why it's taller, I just found this out, is so when you're shifting, it's less time for you to take your hand off the wheel and the shifter is right here. It makes sense. Yeah. It so, makes sense. I get that. So, and then it's just... It's like really notchy, so it feels like a gated shifter. It sounds so satisfying when it you just is, clunk it into gear. Yeah. How is it at full throttle? Is it super satisfying? It's all your shifts are fast. You just spend less time, like yeah. not your hand off the wheel. So, so when I took it to the track, it made heel towing like so much faster. I was saying it's like a piece of jewelry. Like it it's is. so cool. It, it looks is, so cool. It is like car. bling for your interior. <laughs> and I you have to like. chassis mount that, right? Yeah, I mean, it just replaces your whole shifter. Yeah. How to do the cables and everything. Like I've seen it on the E90X M3s, like my car, and there is cutting involved because of center console. But when you get it in there, and you like, I know a couple guys that ran a custom Alcantara cutout to surround it. Uh -huh. Dude, it looks so good. Yeah. It's so race car, but it's still like blingy. Yeah. I, I love that setup. I, I want to have a manual car. I man. love it. The only thing about it is it gets in the way of the radio. <laughs> oh, it does? <laughs> That's the thing they don't tell you. They don't tell you that. But like if you're in third gear or fifth, you cannot like touch wow. your radio. They're not thinking about the radio though when no. they made that thing. Yeah, but who cares? <laughs> you know, you're on the track. So. Well, you still got to blast your Darud Sandstorm as loud as you can. <laughs> you're doing the fast lap times, bro. It's like, man, are you listening to my playlist? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you have good taste in music. Yeah. You got me hooked on a lot of stuff. I hear you like when you do meal prep stuff or you're cooking, I hear 
all your music and I'll turn on Shazam every five seconds. Oh, really? And I'm like, what song is yeah, it? What song is we're this? Just, we're blasting it to get in the zone. Yeah, you know? I, I, I like that though because I think a lot of that is good music to drive to. It is. Like anything, I think it's Griffin. Is Griffin a really good is one. Awesome. Odessa, obviously, and then there's a couple other ones that I don't remember, but um, I played the Griffin live playlist this morning at work, oh, and I was just sweet. jamming out. Yeah, it was such a good. Like every song is good. Yeah, I, I listen to the music a lot when I'm in the canyon. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, I like driving to good music, but sometimes it's like I rather just hear the car. Just depends yeah. on the mood. Well, I'm in. see if your car is loud enough. Yeah, you can hear the car and the music. Mm -hmm. But the one thing is, I can't hear my radar detector. That is sketchy. <laughs> that's the hardest part. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I got that's actually else screwed me before. Has it? Yes. I've had friends that have music that's too loud, and they're like, "I didn't hear my radar." Yeah, they need it. That happened to me. They should integrate something like you know how when you play off your phone and somebody texts you with your your, your it should interrupt on your music and it it lowers the volume. It should do that for a plugin for Passport or for that, Valentine. That one. should be that'd be genius. I think it would be a great idea. Yeah, because then you can run loud music even on the freeway. Like when I did that road trip from Florida and back. I um, or two floating back. I had on my music, but only to a certain level because I couldn't yeah. go loud. I had but that to, sucks. I know. I'd rather like I love blasting music and driving. Yeah, well, you get into like a zone that is hard to explain to non-car people. Yeah, they just don't. A lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, like, like you roll the windows down, you blast a heater, <laughs> and you just blast your music and you just drive. Do you man. drive with the windows down everywhere? No. No. I do everywhere. Everywhere? 5 a.m., 12 o'clock at night, 2 p.m., every day, raining, snowing, anything. Well, okay, it depends on the car. I do it with any car, honestly. I swear the only time this windows go down in either of these cars is at a drive through window <laughs> or if I'm paying for parking. <laughs> That's pretty much it. And they just stay up the rest <laughs> of the time? They stay up. I, I can't even remember the last time I rolled down the back windows. How come they're not tinted on the Mercedes? I don't tint any of my cars. Really? Yeah. Not even your daily? No. How come? So people can see you rolling, bro. <laughs> so you can flex, bro. <laughs> is that the reason why? That, that is the reason why. Don't you? You don't want to have like that gangster lean all the way back and nobody can see. Well, you? I, okay. So I feel like for the daily, it's best to not like give a reason to be pulled over. Because then when you're driving, there's no worry. Yeah, like do you have a front plate on these cars? I don't on this one because obviously it doesn't look good, yeah. but. I try to minimize the risk of getting pulled over as much as possible because when you drive your, you know, your modded car, you're, it's like. You're at risk every time. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's like, it's like a numbers game. I mean, some of it has to do with luck. Yeah. But like the more time you're on the road, the chances of you getting it's pulled over It's a higher chance higher. of getting pulled over for sure. Yeah. So then I don't run tint because I've actually gotten a, a tint ticket before. Oh, okay. And that's yeah. not fun when you're in your daily because you're, when yeah. you're in your daily, you're trying to. There's like you're a just mission. trying to be a person. You're trying to go to the grocery store. You're yeah. trying to go like pick up your medicine. You know? You're being very yeah. like you're casual. Not, you're not out to enjoy a car that you know is not fully legal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same way. I have no front plate and tinted windows and modified yeah, exhaust. Yeah, your car's like, all blacked out. You're crazy. Dude, it was even <laughs> worse when it was green. Really? When oh, it, yeah, dude, for sure. It's terrible, dude. I When I had the orange M3 and I had the baby blue one and any other color besides like darker colors... Everywhere I went, cops stared at me. Everywhere. Did you get pulled over a lot, dude? Yeah, dude. I get usually pulled over every two months. It was my average, two to three months. For what? Everything. Front plate, loud of a car. They they want to look at the car. Sometimes it's a car guy. Most of the time, it's Irvine PD that want to pop my hood. Oh, no. Yeah. So I popped my hood before, and they were like, okay, you're good to go. When it was not modified. But then when I was supercharged, I got a state ref, and they wanted to impound the car. 
but I talked my way out of it. And I was like, oh, this is my race car when it was that, my daily. That, yeah, that's probably like one of the most frightening things for a cop to be like, pop your hood. I hate it. It makes your your heart drop. probably yeah. yeah I it hate it. The feel, you feel violated because it's really? your car. It's like you don't want someone else touching I've it. I've never had that happen. I've had to walk away and two cops were under my car digging through it and and my under my hood looking for the sticker, the car legal legal sticker, and then looking for the um the va- the valves on my exhaust. And they found everything. And they're like, yeah, we're going to be they knew ref. They knew everything what, what the it was? F- the first cop didn't know. He had mm-hmm. no idea. He started asking me questions. I'm like, oh, you know, I, I'm i just out driving. I don't ever drive this car that often. Because I really, what I was, right when I started my business, I was working from home. So I was like, I just go for a drive here and there. Yeah. So I just took it around the block. And the, the cop heard me because I had uh, like a valved exhaust on it. So there was a motorcycle cop. And then he called over radio to a cop down the street. And the cop pulled me over. And then he asked me about my exhaust and then he, he's, he went back to his car. I waited like 15 minutes. Another cop shows up. The second cop Knew was like, Hey, pop your hood. I need to look under your car. I need to step out of your vehicle. Oh my God. And then I told Parker, I was texting Parker, dude, come by, take a video, take a video right now. Cause I wanted proof. I wanted to make sure I was okay. So Parker rolls by, gets a bunch of pictures and videos of the cops and everything just for my own documentation. And then I recorded the whole thing in my car. Like I have all the footage and everything. And then I just, I just got done fighting it. Uh, like, three months ago so it took a year and a half or two years to get through the whole case so what was the end resolution were you good? I, I legally can't say anything right now just because uh, of what yeah, happened it's not over. Yeah, yeah but um i was trying to go i was trying to fight it because it was right when sema had released a petition for people to sign it or to get rid of the whole law the whole exhaust law because everyone was getting yeah, everybody tickets. yeah I, I was one of the first i'd say to have the cops be like we're looking for you i was one of those first guys and they were aggressive so oh, that's shit. as far as I'll go with it for now. Yeah. <laughs> but I understand where your your fear comes from because if you have a daily, you want it to be under yeah. the radar. What's next for you for your next car? Well, I mean, I told you the Hyundai, right? So that's <laughs> going to be your daily. Yeah, because you know, like for me, as long as it has AC and a good sound system, what dailies have to be what AC, comfortable. Comfortable sound system. A lot of room for groceries. Good gas mileage. Yep. Cheap to fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- the car just makes sense. So that'll be your next daily. Yeah. Like, actually, this car now, at the end of the day, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, every car has a purpose, right? I mean, I bought it because I wanted something nice because I go on dates and stuff. But, like, the Jeep does just fine. Yeah. So it's like, why have this car yeah, sitting? It kind of doesn't serve a purpose w- anymore. When are you getting rid of this car? ASAP. Does anyone <laughs> want to buy it? Anyone on the podcast? <laughs> nice Mercedes slammed it's on all wheels. done. It's on coilovers, painted brakes. I got a spoiler, AMG rear diffuser. You hear that, Huracan? You can hear that. Dang. Yeah, someone in a Huracan just ripped by. <laughs> There's a lot here. Or an R8. The street is all the time. That's one thing I notice is when I'm laying in my room, I'll hear like 50 different cars throughout the whole night. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's an Aventador. Oh, that's an R8. That's a bike. That's a Mercedes AMG. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of Lambos and Porsches. Yeah. But it could be R8s too, though. V10 R8. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to tell. Usually with transmission, but I think they're relatively the same. But yeah, this, I think this whole format with the podcast, having the cars behind us is cool because Fat and I were talking about what else can we add value to that's not, not only just sports cars, but also car life in general. And I think sharing like the daily stuff is cool because then yeah. people understand like it goes, you it don't, goes hand in hand. You don't drive yeah. your Porsches every day because both of them are race no, cars and slammed to the yeah. ground. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I mean, if you, you know, like some people like you have a car and your car's fully done, but like 
when you have a daily, it just allows you to go just a little bit crazier with that car, you know? It pushes you more because then you know that you don't have to deal with speed bumps every day. Speed bumps and then like, like what else? Like squeaky brakes. <laughs> Bucket seats. Like expensive <laughs> parts, expensive tires. Yeah. Like all that stuff adds up. So like I, I have friends that have like, he has a 991 Turbo and he dailies uh, a Honda Element that he got for like 3000 bucks. Dang. So he has a $120,000 car. <laughs> his dailies like cost less than the taxes of that car. One of uh, one of the dealerships I used to work for, one of the big big owners, he owns a bunch of cars: Enzos, LaFerraris, 918s, and he drove like a '98 Tacoma. Yeah, with like a pickup crazy. truck. Yeah, you want you want to assume that he's a multi-millionaire, and he just rolls up in a '98 Tacoma. Yeah. He has a Prius too. It's like what? It's goes, like it's like one one extreme to the other, right? Yeah, it's it's just crazy. I've never had a daily. No. No. I have an Audi A4 and I rent it out on Turo. It's like Oh, you rent it? You yeah. do Turo too? I've been doing it for a while, yeah. I have a couple friends I rent it out to and then it gives me just income to pay for it and then yeah. whenever I need it, I'm like, hey, I you know I did the cars, the, the contracts done or whatever. So it depends on what I want, but I for some reason every time I get into a daily or when I get into the Audi, I'm like, I miss my M three. Yeah. Every time. And I just but don't it, I don't it makes mi- you appreciate it more though. It does, but I think it goes hand in hand with what you said to me about how you're like, if I have a car and you have all the parts, why not do it right away? So the whole time you have that car, yeah. it's exactly how you want it. Yeah. I'm the same way. If I buy an M3 and I spend all that money on it, I want to enjoy every second of it. Well, yeah. Cause especially you, you switch cars like every other year. I would right? say every two years is when I get a new <laughs> yeah. car. Yeah. How often so, do you switch cars? I don't. You man. just keep I stacking have, them up. I have cars for, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll have like five at a time, but I'll own them for like five, six, seven years. Really? Yeah. Dang, I think... But, like, for you, two years, what if it took you a year to put wheels and coils on it? It'd be a year yeah. where you're cool and then a year where you're not. I know, but <laughs> I still I still enjoy every car from the moment it's stock to the moment it has 50 grand put into really? it. Really? Yeah, every time. I mean, dude, oh, I, I had my E90. I finished it a month before I sold it, but I still enjoyed every moment of it. I really did. I really It made me cherish it more the last month I had it. Really? But I sold it to hire another employee, so it had a bigger reason behind yeah. it. Yeah. I'm sure if it was just because I was, like... I just sold it because I'd be like, why did I do that? There, so like my thing is one of the things I hate about stock cars is that it doesn't feel like it's yours. Really? To me. Well, it's not personalized. Yeah. Yeah. I Cause understand. like, like, I mean, all these cars have a theme. Like you, if you saw this car in the structure, you'd be like, that's Vats yeah, car. Definitely. So like, so like, I feel like, like, let's say I got a Rolls Royce and it, it was just bone stock. You'd be like, is that a rental car? Yeah. It doesn't have my signature on it. That's true. You know what I, I mean? I'm the, I guess I'm the same way too because both my, all my cars, all my builds always have a certain look to them. Yeah. And I think if I had a stock car, it'd be no, not, it wouldn't be like no one would know, but at the same time, I'd be like, I don't really know if I'm enjoying this that much. Yeah. Because it doesn't, if it feels like at any second, you could just flip it or you could, you could almost be like just borrowing that car. Yeah, it's not really yours. Even on my daily, I had like window tint, subs. It needs I had some it form of personalization. You know, my car got broken into like eight months ago, my Audi. What? They Where? stole the radio out of it. For what? I don't know. It just What's anyone going to do with that radio? It was like one of those ones from like a stereo shop that sits in the inventory for five years and it's an old Alpine head unit. You, I was like, you I can just get those for $80. 50 bucks, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. And it got stolen and they broke my door. And I was like, really? Oh, man. I was, I was so pissed. So I put the stock one back in, but I still have subs in there. I got two 12s, which. Sound system. That Sound was, system and AC. My brother had a Mustang with a k- 115 inch kicker L5. 
with like a huge amp in it. And that was such like a Michigan Midwestern thing. He had neon under it too. Oh my God. It was a black Mustang. He's fast and furious. He was back in the day. And that inspired me to be like, oh, I want subs. And now the last 10 years of my life, I don't even think about audio. It's nice to have. It's cool. Well, I feel like cars, they come with so much stereo now. Like there's no reason to upgrade. Like how many speakers does your M3 have? Like 12, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Or something like that. (laughs) So yeah, you don't think about it because it's already upgraded. There's no reason for it. And I think also if you're building something different, maybe if I had my Audi back every day, I'd I'd be more focused on audio. Yeah. But since I'm so focused on like how good that engine is and like just the driving experience, like throwing on uh, Spotify and just lightly in the background, that's more than enough for me. I'm not like the guy that's trying to shatter my windshield or anything. Yeah. I mean, not like that. Too much. What is, uh, what's, what's a fun story you have with your daily drivers? Have you ever had any accidents before with your dailies? <laughs> is that a yes times 10? Oh man. <laughs> every, every one of my dailies have, has been rear ended. Seriously? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. How my bad? old Mercedes, this Mercedes, this Jeep. Yeah. So I don't know. People is just, this a, it's a clean title. It's a clean title. Oh, okay. They're all clean title, but for some reason people just like hitting me. Is dude. it because Orange County? <laughs> No, um, so this one, okay, let's say the Jeep. I was on the freeway, and, like, traffic was coming to stop for an on-ramp. I was already sitting in place for a while, and I hear this bike rev up, like, and then (laughs) I look in my rear view, and this guy hits the back, and his whole body shatters my back window, and he's coming into my car. A motorcycle. He is. So, so like his bike what? hit the bottom, right? But he flew up and he's in my windshield and he falls down on the ground outside. No way. <laughs> so I was What like, was your reaction? Dude, I was so shook because I just heard this bike and I saw this dude. It was just scary because it's like it's coming at me through the window. And then, but then he ended up falling on the ground. So then I pulled over and he was just. It was just some kid being an, an ass did in, he, did in he traffic. A, did he have a conversation with him, or was he? Was oh no, he was he was laying on the ground. Oh he was, my god, he was messed did up. that traumatize you? No, no. I mean, cars are cars. You know what I mean. But so, I mean, for to see a dude fly through your back windshield. I mean, he was moving around, so I was like, all oh, right. Well, okay. at least he's I thought alive. he was just ninety percent dead. You're like, no, oh, okay. <laughs> no, he. I guess he fractured his wrist and and his ankle, and then. But yeah, it was just crazy because he caused like seven thousand dollars of damage from his body from a motorcycle. Dang! But like, if if like, let's say that if if it was like a box truck, you know, like a U-Haul, yeah, that dude would be, be way be worse. Dead. Like my window broke his fall. Damn, for sure. So then that that's probably one of the craziest stories. That's insane. And everything else was just fender benders. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like. It just happened. I mean, that's normal, though. Like, I've seen accidents all the time. Yeah. It's just normal because some it, it, people stop too soon or texting yeah. or whatever. Oh, he tried to tell the cop that I was texting. The motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. It's like, homie, I was stopped in, okay, I I, was stopped in traffic and you hit me. There's yeah, the, the sympathy is, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's there anymore. Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, the good thing is, is like, thankfully it happened to, it's only happened in my dailies. Yeah, imagine so, you ran into your cup wing on your Porsche. Yeah, you know? So, like, <laughs> th- I guess the cool thing about having dailies is it, it takes the pressure off, like... The worry? Yeah. yeah. Just, like, if something happened, it's like, all right, well, you know, that's what insurance is for. It's okay. Well, I'm glad that kid's okay, but that's too bad that happened. I guess you live and learn, and thankfully it was what car it was. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't, it wasn't that big of a deal. Jeez, that's insane. What a story. Yeah. That a motorcycle. I was dead stop. Crazy. Wow. Well... When when you pick up a daily, what are the first three things that you do? Maintenance. 
Do you, and when it, when you say maintenance, that would be like when you buy a used daily. Because I mean, like if, if there's a maintenance record, then then I guess you're okay. What if you buy a brand new daily? What's the first mods you do? First mods, is three, first for three sure. Mods. In order, in order. Okay, I would always lower it right away, and then I would always take off the front plate, <laughs> usually. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd I'd probably put wheels on it. Because like all that, really nothing needs. transforms the car more. Yeah. Than lowering and putting wheels on it. Yeah. I get that. Well, we have six minutes left, and this whole thing was supposed to be about track racing, which we completely forgot. We'll do it on the next we'll, one. We'll do the next one for <laughs> sure. All about. Well, I think. Okay, we, if you had all the money in the world, what would you choose as a daily? For a daily right now, it's it's hard to say because there's so many routes that you can take that mm-hmm. I would like. I mean, to have ultimate comfort, and I've always wanted to own one just to have it, to take out like you know, if Parker and I want to go to Chick-fil-A or if we want to go out and just, you know, go get some boba or something, I'd love to have a Tesla of any sort. Mm. I just think they're really, like, I like the technology side and I'm very, like, tech-savvy. I've never been the one that's like, oh, I want to go buy one. But when I have the money, I definitely have that in, like, my collection. Yeah. But to have something that's really fun, I would do an S-Class Coupe. S-Class Coupe? Yeah. Those are pretty badass. Yeah, because I would be, I'd love an AMG GTR, but that's not really a daily but I would daily yeah. that for sure if I had one. Yeah. But, but I mean like a daily daily. So then the Tesla, that makes sense. Tesla would be really cool. And then, uh, I don't know, maybe it, probably Urus. I'd say Lamborghini Urus. Oh, yeah. But then I'd mod the hell out of it and like bag it and wheels and just do all this stuff. Then I'd be like, what? But it's not but my it's d- SUV, so you could still daily it. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. I, I think anything that I buy would be modified in every kind of way. I feel like it's just the need to tinker with stuff. Do you remember when... I'd, I'd say, I, how involved were you or how much interest did you have with exotic cars throughout your life? How, do you always, like, look at them and, like, you've always wanted to own one or it's been more of, like, the the middle-class kind of cars, like Porsche and Mercedes? I think it's... I mean, I've always just wanted a Lambo. Yeah. Uh, that's it, though. Do I'm not very big on, like, the other brands. Yeah, because I, I was involved with it my whole life. Like, the beginning of my adulthood from... F- like 15 years old to 25 with strictly Lamborghini, Bugatti, Rolls Royce, like yeah. high end stuff. And I remember when the first Liberty walk kit came out for a Gallardo. I think, I think it was a, it was a mercy. It was a mercy. Yeah. And I, f- I was like, Oh my God, who the hell cut fenders on a mercy yeah. Lago? Yeah. And I kept, th- I don't know why this popped in my head. I kept thinking about, Oh, I was thinking about the modifications, how those first guys were like, all right, we're going to cut fenders and just try it. Yeah. And then you start seeing SEMA every year. You, you oh, see every more car more. had a Liberty Walk kit on And then it started yeah. growing. And now you look at like, you look at Japan car shows or you look at SEMA or any of these big shows, you don't even blink an eye at an Aventador with a body kit. It's like, no. okay, cool. But I remember when that first started happening, I was like, that's cool. Yeah. I cherished it a lot. I was like, that's really cool to see that. Yeah. The scene, I feel like it like really blew up. It took off. I always, it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of died down a little bit. I think so too. Yeah. I just, I mean, I remember selling Huracans and I sold one to a guy with a Manzuri kit and the Manzuri kit was like $85,000. Just, just body kit. That's like forged carbon wing, side skirts, bumpers, fenders, not even painted. Like, and these dudes do it all day long. And then you go to resell it and you sell for 200K and you bought the car for 275. Yeah. And you put 100 grand into it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's And these guys are willing to do it. And I think that once you start doing those mods, it's like you go to a whole different level of car. It is. Whole different level. For you to cut, just cutting up, like I had an RX7 and I put a wide body on that. Just 
the act of cutting the fenders oh man there's that's something else what's the first cut like what does it feel like you're just like there's no going back <laughs> <laughs> you have to be oh. so committed and then i ended up doing it again to my porsche oh my god so i mean i feel like you have to be okay with that i feel like not a lot of people are i don't think so either and that's a that's a full-on commitment right there that's to cut up your car yeah especially newer cars like you look at the new well i mean it's crazy because those guys they they buy the car with the intention of cutting it up it's like damn you gotta have that ba- is commitment and balls and money for <laughs> money. sure dude. lots of money but i mean some of the best builds i feel like are the ones that cut up a car and they put like actual race car wide bodies on it that's the best when i see porsche cup cars when they cut the fenders i'm cool with that or like do you know the um that huracan that's twin turbo his name is Mark, the gray one. Yes, I do. Yeah. So badass. I like it when people do the race like car All kits. race car stuff. Race car yeah, stuff I'm cool crazy. with. But Liberty Walk is, it's a whole different world. It is. But, all right, guys, that's going to do it. Episode 31. If you're watching on YouTube, give the video a thumbs up and subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave us a review. Let us know. Leave us some comments below. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next time. Peace. Thanks, guys. Bye.